You are listening to the Less Drama, More Mama podcast, episode 245, How to Become a More Self-Confident Mom. This is Less Drama, More Mama, the podcast for moms who want to feel calm, in control, and confident about how to handle anything life throws their way. If you're ready to go from feeling frazzled and disrespected to feeling calm and connected, this is the podcast for you. I'm your host, Pam Howard. Hey there, mama, and welcome to the podcast. Thanks for tuning in today. I've got a great episode for you. It's all about self-confidence, and I'm giving you a challenge at the end, so make sure you listen to the whole thing. Last week, I was talking with the women in my three-month group program, Damn Good Mama, about self-confidence, what it is, why it matters, and how to get it. We had such a great conversation that I wanted to share some of what we talked about with you. When I asked them to define self-confidence, they said things like being sure of yourself, being vulnerable, taking action even when you don't feel like it or you're scared, trusting in your ability to handle things, figure things out, and recover from failure. According to the dictionary, self-confidence is a feeling of trust in one's abilities, qualities, and judgment. So why does self-confidence matter? One mom described it as a launching pad for new opportunities. I like that because feelings drive our actions, right? So when we take action from the emotion of self-confidence, we're more likely to get a good result than if we take the same action from an emotion like fear. So where does self-confidence come from? Many people assume it comes from their achievements and successes, and that the more they achieve, the more self-confident they'll feel. But have you ever achieved something and then felt less confident? Like, did you ever think that when you finally got the diploma, degree, certification, or promotion, you'd feel great, only to end up feeling like an imposter full of insecurity? Me too. So self-confidence doesn't come from your achievements. It's a feeling, and all feelings are caused by thoughts. Thoughts such as, I can do this. I'm capable. I'll figure this out. The brain doesn't generate these types of thoughts naturally because its main goal is to keep you alive and protect you from danger. So it defaults to thoughts that lead to fear, worry, and self-doubt. When you understand this about your brain, you can observe your thoughts and feelings with curiosity instead of believing them as facts, and then choose what you want to think and feel on purpose instead of simply resorting to your brain's default programming. Self-confidence also comes from the willingness to experience any emotion. When you're willing to feel fear, humiliation, rejection, or anything else that you're afraid you'll feel, There's nothing you won't do. Remember, emotions are just harmless vibrations in your body caused by your thoughts. They can't actually kill you even when they feel terrible in your body. And when you start taking lots of action, you'll either get the result you want and think, look at that, I did it. Or you won't get your desired result and think, I did it and failed and I didn't die. 
The more evidence you create to show your brain that you can survive negative emotions, the more self-confident you'll become because you'll start thinking, no matter what happens, I know I can handle it. So there are two ways to increase self-confidence, by thinking thoughts to generate it and by taking action even when you're afraid. Years ago, I participated in something called Dare of the Day with Brooke Castillo of the Life Coach School. The challenge was to do something that scared me every single day for a month. There was some preparatory writing to do before the dare and some reflection writing afterwards. And the whole goal was to increase self-confidence. One of the dares I chose to do was to put our school's mascot, a bearded dragon named Rocco, on my shoulder. I'm not an animal lover to begin with, and reptiles probably scare me the most, even though, or maybe because, Florida is literally swarming with them. But so many of the kids and teachers thought Rocco was so cute, and they loved petting him and playing with him in the science lab. I noticed a sensation of panic run through me whenever I thought about putting Rocco on my shoulder, because I was thinking, reptiles aren't cute. They're creepy. I don't like them. I prepared myself by being willing to experience fear and by coming up with thoughts that would generate self-confidence. I focused on how proud my kids would be of me and how proud I'd be of myself for following through on the dare. And I did it. I hated every second of it, but I did it. And I did feel proud of myself afterwards. I've since done many dares of the day and have encouraged my clients to do them too. Some of the dares my clients have done were going a day without wearing makeup, taking a selfie with a stranger, following up on getting a refund that was promised, reaching out to a friend she hadn't been in touch with for a while, texting a mother-in-law and asking her to catch up just the two of them, listening to a self-help audiobook while her husband was in the room, going golfing alone, and moving a garbage pail with a huge bug on it. So last week, the moms and damn good mama and I were doing our dares, and one of mine was to go to my bar class, my workout, in my sports bra without a t-shirt over it. This is something that I had never done before because my thoughts about it were, I don't like my stomach. I don't have the kind of body to do that. People will judge me. Before I headed to class, I identified some thoughts I could think to feel more self-confident, like I'm grateful for my body. I'm becoming a person who likes her stomach. Nobody's going to notice or care what I'm wearing anyway. So here's what happened. I felt so self-conscious when I walked into class and thought the instructor did a double take when she saw me. I noticed whether everyone else in the room was wearing a shirt or not, I compared myself to the other women and decided they all had better figures than I did. The workout started and I kept looking at myself in the mirror and judging myself. And then about halfway through the class, I realized my pants were inside out. (laughs) I chuckled out loud to myself because now I was self-conscious about my pants instead of my stomach. And as the class went on, I became more and more self-confident because I realized nobody actually noticed or cared at all. I shared the whole story with the instructor afterwards, and we both laughed and high-fived. I learned that it's very easy to fall into the trap of comparing myself to other women and moms when the truth is that I'm enough exactly as I am. I learned that I can survive feeling fear, insecurity, and embarrassment, 
and that those feelings are all being generated by my own brain anyway, so I can change them whenever I want. One of my clients asked if I'm going to do class in just my sports bra again. I definitely have the self-confidence to do it, but I really didn't like how my bare back felt all sweaty against the floor mat, so we'll see. On a scale of 1 to 10, how would you rate your level of self-confidence as a mom, and why do you rate it that way? Your answer to this question is important because it reveals your current beliefs about yourself. What emotions do you avoid and would you be willing to feel them in order to raise your self-confidence? Would you commit to doing something that scares you every day for a week? Once you learn the skill of feeling fear and taking action anyway, you can start applying it to any area of your life, including motherhood. You could dare yourself to be present with your kids and leave your phone in another room. You could dare yourself to respond calmly instead of raising your voice. You could dare yourself to let your child do something independently. There are so many ways to dare yourself to get comfortable being uncomfortable, and it'll make you a more confident mom. Are you in? Email me at pam at lessdramamoremama.com or DM me on Instagram. And let me know what dares you decide to do and what you learn about yourself and your self-confidence in the process. I can't wait to hear from you. I'll talk to you again next week. Bye-bye. If you enjoy listening to this podcast and you're ready to feel calmer, more confident, and more at peace in your family and life, I invite you to sign up for a free consultation with me to learn about how my coaching can help you achieve the exact life you want. You'll take the concepts and tools I share in the podcast and apply them to your own life. And as your coach, I'll be there to support you every step of the way. Go to lessdramamoremama.com forward slash mini and sign up now.